Oh boy. Oh boy. Ooh, it's been it's been a while. It's been a fucking minute. It's been a Now you try. Alright everybody, welcome back to Beer Show. I'm your host Adam. This is a show about making beer and drinking beer for fun. I think that's what I used to say in some dumb shit. We're fucking back, dude. We're back in the garage. We're talking beer. We're drinking beer. And it's fucking tight, dude. We're fucking back. Back from the fucking grave. Like The Undertaker or some shit. Fucking... We're like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Actually, it's really just that I kind of like forgot about doing this shit for a while and just like kind of just didn't want to hang out in my garage and talk into the nothingness that is the fucking internet for a while. And it's one of those things like, I'm just going to do this when I want to do it. Shit, man. It's like, why does it got to be like regularly scheduled programming? Fuck it, dude. I'm only going to do it when I want to. It's my life, man. It's my fucking. You You can't tell me what to do, dad. Just kidding, everybody. Just kidding. Anyway, we're fucking back, dude. We're fucking back. And guess what? We're back with us styling and profiling. We're going to be talking about, uh, in case you can't fucking read, we're going to be talking about Martzens today, dude. Otherwise known as Oktoberfest Lagers. So we're going to be hitting that. It's one of my favorite styles. I'm excited to talk about it. For those of you unfamiliar with styling woo, and profiling, hit the clip. Showtime! Woo! 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 familiar with styling and profiling uh we're gonna go through a basic overview of the style as uh outlined by the bjcp bjcp um the their guidelines uh, when it comes to the their established sort of styles of beer as as they recognize them anyway we're gonna give you a bit of an overview give you a bit of a history lesson we're gonna go through some uh commercial examples that you might be able to get your hands on out there in the wild and then uh, we'll get you some fucking recipe vitals, some shit that uh, if you were to ever make one and try and submit it to competition, these are, these are, these are them shits you got to hit. 
and then uh, I'll throw a recipe at you. Um, in this case, it's going to be a tried and true one, one that I've been fucking with for a little while. So I'm excited. I'm fucking, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Let's be fucking... <laughs> But let's get into it. Let's, uh, I gotta vamp a little bit. I gotta start, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> but I always forget. I always forget. We gotta get into the beer show, show beer. All right, everybody, the beer show, show beer today makes fucking sense, doesn't it? It's a goddamn Martin, all right? And it's my Martin called Barrel Rolls. Made this fucker not in March. For a little bit of a little bit of a quick quick little hitter for the history segment later, uh, Martzen is German for March. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, this is my Martzen that I made. I've had on tap for a little while now, um, and I'm not gonna give you the recipe right now. I'll give it to you a little bit later. So it's kind of like it's one of those deals, but uh, it's a gorgeous dark amber color um i don't know i shouldn't say dark it's right in the right in the pocket of amber maybe leaning a little red it's got a nice head on it oh (coughs) it's pretty good inside your nose if anybody was wondering oh man smells like uh runny nose now but if i get a good good rip off of it it's got uh some like roasty malty kind of backbone. Um, oh man, fuck, god damn it, dude. <laughs> um, so there's like a good bready character, kind of toasty, um, and then there's also kind of a floral character from those hops that are in there. Ah, but uh, let's see, that's on the nose, and then uh, let's give it a good old. Oh yeah, just a hint of. There's a little bit. It leans just a tad into that floral bitterness. The the roasty flavors kind of jive with it, though. It's pretty balanced. It's just, like I said, it just leans. There's a little bit more hop character than I, than I think maybe would be damn near perfect if I'm being real. But there's enough malt backbone to really balance it out. Um, so, but overall, I'd say it's a pretty damn balanced beer. Leaning just a little bit to that floral hop profile there those uh some of those uh lager hops clean is all get out can read right through the fucker it's great it's a beautiful looking beer gotta love it when beers turn out like this but all right styling and profiling let's get into it so what are we talking about what's well, i gotta I gotta vamp a little bit fire up the old notes app let's get it going gotta fire it up all right here we go got her got her all right Martson, 6A in the BJCP guidelines. 6A is the category. Martson, the overall impression. We've got an elegant, malty, German amber lager with a clean, rich, toasty, and bready malt flavor. Restrained bitterness. That's where I feel like I kind of just, just a, just a fucking cunt hair off, off a little bit over. But it's an overall malt, you know, malty forward beer. Um, it's constantly encouraging another drink, I suppose, is a, one way to put it. Um, it should be a kind of a soft, sort of a sweet, roasty, bready, just a, a complex malt flavor that is never cloyingly sweet or anything like that. It should be sweet, but not like English beer sweet. If you kind of, I don't know, if you get you get my drift. It should just be kind of complex and just beautiful, you know? 
just like a clean, beautiful, balanced, but still kind of malt forward beer. Um, so we'll get into it. Here's how it should look. Um, it's appearance. It should be like an amberish orange to a reddish copper color. It's pretty much, uh, should have a, a white to an off white head that persists in the beer. Um, it should kind of smell caramely, biscuity, bready, um, maybe a bit of floral character from the hops, but it should never be, you should never be able to detect alcohol. You should never be able to fucking, uh, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be overly sweet or smell, you know, like candy or some shit like that. I don't know what kind of beer smells like can't, well, I'm sure there's tons these days, but, um, should be a nice medium bodied beer. Um, mouthfeel should be nice and smooth and kind of like not heavy, like a, like a porter or a stout or anything like that, but definitely substantial. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, so I guess that's kind of the overview of the motherfucker, right? I mean, did I get in there? I, I think I talked about most of it there, right? I don't know. We're going to grease the wheels a little bit. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Anyway. <laughs> oh, dude, this sucks. <laughs> But anyway, I suppose let's get into the history of it. This one's got, uh, I don't know, I mean, maybe not the richest history of beer styles, but it's kind of interesting. So, um, as the name suggests, like I said earlier, March in German is Marzen. So back in the fucking, you know, way back when, hold on, let me get a wet my whistle a little bit. Um, the old, you know, the brewers back in the day... Um, <clears throat> you brew, it was called, um, a March beer is what they call it, which is why they call it Martin. It's just March. Cause what would they would do is they would brew this beer early in the year in March. And then what those brewers would do back in the day, we're talking like, you know, 17, 18, 19th century. Um, they would brew the beer, use a bunch of like specialty roast malts and stuff like that. And then they would take it and then just go and like throw it in caves in like the fucking hills of Germany and shit like that. And they would take like ice from the rivers and stuff that was still hanging around back in, you know, in March because it's still pretty cold and you still got good chunks of ice. And they would just pack it in in barrels or casks or whatever the hell they had and then put ice around it to keep it cold because they had their lager yeasts. And so they would, damn, dude. Got fucking sirens and shit. I bet those are getting picked up. We're gonna let those go. We're gonna, cause I, shit's getting fucking wild in these parts over here, dude. I ain't fucking, I ain't, I ain't fucking lying right now, dude. Everything's getting fucking crazy in these streets here in fucking southern Wisconsin, dude. Crazy. Alright, any fuck, where was I? Oh yeah, the brewers in Germany... So they make this beer in March, and then they take it and then let it ferment and let it age in caves over the entire summer. And then when the Oktoberfest, the harvest festivals that would happen in these German towns and shit, then they'd bust them out and be like, hey, it's the Marzen. And then they'd fucking crush these. Back then, they would be clean as shit because they just sat in caves at like cellar temperatures with ice around them and stuff. Just fermenting away, cleaning up, getting fucking glorious, just chilling and sitting. There's one thing that's great for beer, it's age. Um, at least on most styles. Or some styles, it's like you gotta drink them fresh as tits. But most other styles, it's like sitting cold makes them fucking way cooler. <laughs> but yeah, these ones would sit for, you know, especially in the t in days before refrigeration, they would basically create natural refrigeration by using caves and shit with some ice. 
and that's how they uh that's how they came to be these beers were basically party beers these the germans were fucking smart they were thinking six months in advance they're like wait we're gonna be growing shit all summer and then we're just we're, we're gonna harvest all the shit that we were growing all summer it's like yeah let's throw a party dude Let's let all these, all the chicks get their jugs out and fucking all the dudes will just fucking get, we'll all just get hammered and we'll just fucking be like, dude, we grew the wheat, dude. Isn't that tight? Hopefully we don't die throughout the winter. Hopefully it lasts. Hell yeah. If we do, we better get drunk right now. I don't know. I don't know if girls were getting their jugs out. I don't know. It's just, I keep thinking of like the, you know, the, like the St. Pauli girl sort of fucking like. Just the low-cut frilly shirt and, like, you know, that's just the stereotypical, like, beer fest. The movie Beer Fest, the way, like, everybody looks in, like, Germany during Oktoberfest. Lederhosen and shit like that. Um, but I guess um, the Martin name, um, like, it wasn't just Germans who were doing it. Like, I think Austrians were doing it, too, if I remember correctly. This is, the, the history part is coming off the dome. So... I didn't go, I'm not going to the notes app for the history. Um, at least I, I only got little fucking bullet points. Most of this is coming off the dome. I believe the Austrians were the ones that did um, sort of dark beers too that they also called Martins. I mean, but what are Austrians besides German light? Sorry. Sorry, Austrians. I mean, I don't know. I could be completely way off base here, but I mean, they seem pretty similar. <laughs> um... They're like, and the style kind of flirts with like Vienna Lager too, because yeah, obviously Austria has, you know, Vienna, Austria, Vienna Lager is like, they're kind of, it's like a darker sort of maltier lager. It's the, kind of the same deal as a Martzen. So it's, I mean, Martzen's a little bit toastier, a little bit roastier, a little bit breadier, but really they're very, very similar styles. So there is a bit of like, well, who did it first kind of thing. Like, was it Vienna Lager then turned into the Martin, or the Martin and the Vienna Lager came after that? Or who was doing it? Was it Germans? Was it Munich fuckers? Or who, who was doing it? Who did it for it? We don't really know. It wasn't fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger's great-grandpa grandpa or something like that. Well, I mean, maybe he was the first guy who did one. We don't know. There's no way we can know. The shit wasn't, free, like, they didn't have fucking Instagram back in the day to categorize, like, not categorize, but fucking... You know what I'm saying? Fucking people taking pictures and just fucking completely chronicling their lives with everything they ever did, ever. It's just lost to time. But the recipes, they persisted. And thank fucking God, dude, because Martins are tight. Ah. That was a good drink. Anyway, um, so some commercial examples. Um... There's a lot of them that are just like German as fuck names. Like, um, Spaten does a good one. Spaten Oktoberfest. Um, that's a German one. There's like Burgerleitsches Ursaufelder. Hocker Store Original Oktoberfest. Polaner Oktoberfest. I don't know. I'm probably getting all these all fucked up. But like, basically, almost every German brewery does an Oktoberfest. And almost every craft brewery in America does an Oktoberfest. So um, year-round, they're not exactly the easiest ones to get a hold of unless you make your own. But if it's fall, I mean, go for it. Here in Wisconsin, uh, New Glarus Brewing Company does a great one. It's called Staghorn. It's really good. It's a nice 
just fucking there's nothing crazy about it it's just right down the middle here you go dude fuck you it's a fucking good martson like it's just uh, oh they, excuse me but yeah it's just fucking i mean i could go through i mean just pick your craft brewery you know i'm just fucking any anywhere does one they all do one it's just one of those things it's a seasonal beer style they all do one and they're probably called oktoberfest so that's one of those ones where it's like the commercial examples it's you know i just fucking wait for september october to come around and i guarantee your favorite brewery that isn't a macro makes one um so yeah that's that there's there's your fucking there's your there's your fucking commercial examples everyone but the big guys <laughs> um and if it's a german brewery they probably do one too so um what's next uh vital statistics so this is the these these are them shits you gots to hits in order to fucking make one for competition anybody out there who's trying to do that um vital stats first thing we go for always is ibus which ibus are fucking ib not paying attention to fucking ibus because they're kind of fake and stupid um it's ibus are fucking bitterness is it's like it is 100 percent subjective so i i just don't i don't i not gonna go down that road but 18 to 24 pretty low ibus um so basically like it shouldn't be there shouldn't be super perceptible hot bitterness in these beers there it's not that they're non-existent they're definitely there but it should not be featured in the beer the srm well, not that not that it shouldn't be featured it shouldn't be one of those things where you're like ooh, bitterness from hops that shouldn't be it's just one of those things it's there and you maybe you just kind of be like, ooh, it's kind of a nice balance. Like, I, I don't know. I've been focusing. I'm fucking so stupid. For, I've been fucking talking about this for fucking ever. <laughs> anyway, it shouldn't be a very bitter beer. Put it that way. But it should be just enough to kind of balance out all those roasty, toasty, sweet flavors, bready shit. But nothing crazy. Uh, your SRM, that's the color of your beer. How what color, what color it is. Is it how dark, you know, all beer is some vague shade of red. Um, so basically how red should your beer be? Um, if the SRM is, uh, between eight and 17, so eight ranges from kind of a rich, like a, like a light orange, light amber color to all the way to 17, which is you're flirting with Brown. You're getting into that very like dark Ruby red at that point. Um, so a pretty wide breadth of fucking color to deal with there, but it's mostly hanging out in that amber reddish coppery color fucking deal. Um, the OG, the original gravity, how much fermentable sugars should you be left with or should you start with for this beer? Um, uh, you should be, if you make one, you should have an original gravity of 1054 to 1060. I mean, that's also one of those things too, where it's like, I mean, is it, is it entirely necessary for booze content in a beer, you know, in a beer style that isn't necessarily known for its booze content? So long as the flavors hit, what difference does it make? Well, how much booze is in it? But according to the BJCP, it should be 1054 to 1060. That puts you, if it ferments out properly, probably somewhere between, um, like a 5.34 ish to damn near pushing seven, you know, depending on how well your shit ferments out. 
So yeah, your final gravity should be somewhere between 1010 and 1014, which is ranges from like kind of a pretty standard beer level malt sweetness, leftover residual sugars to kind of a teetering on the edge of pretty sweet, a lot of leftover sugars in there. So, I mean, somewhere between like a five and a half and a six and a half percent, like I said, you know, you know maybe way north, you're pushing like seven percent there. Um, but yeah, those are, those are the shits. Um, and now time to get into a fucking recipe. This is a recipe of mine. Um, it's fucking goddamn barrel rolls. I've been, I've brewed this one a couple of times now in the time that I've been brewing and the recipe has evolved into what it is now. And it's, and it's fucking good. It's fucking good. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell everybody out there one thing that I would change to it. The next time I do it, I'm going to change this part, this one part of it though. So this is for a five-gallon batch. I don't have fucking percentages. Figure that shit out yourself. This is America. We're fucking doing pounds and ounces and all that fucking shit. So it's a five-gallon batch of Barrel Rolls Martin. So we got six pounds of Pilsner malt. All right? Regular good old fucking Pilsner. Um, I suppose you could use two-row if you wanted to. Um, I decided to be tradish about it and get the German shit and get some Pilsner malt going. Um... Next up in the grist, two pounds of Munich Dark. Uh, Munich Dark, uh, I believe the Love of Bond is 20 on Munich Dark. I believe that was the one I got. Um, one pound Munich Light, which was 10 Love of Bond. So there's that. <clears throat> two pounds of Vienna Malt. And then one pound of Caravienna, 20 Love of Bond. Oh, God, that's good. So we're going to take all that and grind that bitch up. We're going to fucking get that into a mash at 150. I believe for this one, I only mashed for, fuck it, I only mashed for a half hour, dudes. Diastatic power and malt these days. You don't need to mash for that long. I suppose if you want to, if you want to make brew day take longer, go the fuck ahead. But I ain't trying to. So I think I mashed for a half hour on this one. And it turned out just fucking fine, dude. 150. Mash for a half hour, give that bitch a good sparge, get yourself up to your fucking boil volume that you need, start the boil, alright? I had this one at a 75 minute boil. I don't know, I, I feel like, looking at this recipe now, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. It's like, I'll do a half hour mash, but then a 75 minute boil, it's like, what am I doing? I don't know. But either way, this is what I did. I did a half ounce of Magnum at 75. One ounce of Adina at 10, another half ounce of Magnum at 5, and a, another ounce of Adina at 5 minutes as well. Here's, oh God, here's where I fucked up. I fucking, I fucked up, dude. So, I think that half ounce of Magnum for 75 minutes sucking out, can, you know, isomerizing all those alphas for that long, that's where I got just that tiny bit of too much bitterness. So that's, I think... If I did a 60-minute boil on this bad boy, any all motherfuckers listening who want to do this recipe, maybe switch it to a 60-minute. Probably perf, dude. Perfect. Probably right fucking there. But I don't know what was going through my fucking gourd at this time. I don't know why I did a 75-minute boil. I don't know what the fuck I was, what was going on. But either way, it's right fucking there. And I think that's all I'd have to do in order to change her up. <clears throat> um, so there's there's that. Uh, so we cool that bitch down and we get it into a fermenter. All right. 
It's all, all that said and done. Cool that bitch down getting fermenter. And then we're going to pitch. I pitched Omega's Mexican Lager Yeast. I don't know the number code or anything on it. It's Omega's the brand and it's their Mexican Lager Yeast. And I know what you're thinking. What the fuck, man? It's a German beer style and you're putting Mexican Lager Yeast in it. It's like, well, fucking, it's still Lager Yeast. And I like the way the Mexican Lager Yeast from Omega ferments out clean as a whistle all right it's a little temperamental it kind of has a really fucking low sort of or not low but small temp range but if you got temp control temp control fucking super tight dude what is with these sirens right now are they coming for me are you coming for me right now i'm just talking about beer in my garage what the fuck is going on god damn I like mixed God dude and God damn right there for a second. These sirens though. Motherfuckers be sirening. You'd think I fucking, I'm in the inner city and it's raining and fucking the streets are filled with crime and fucking, oh God. <laughs> oh, that was stupid. Anyway, but yeah, Mexican lager yeast. That's what I used for this and I don't think I'll ever use um, I also have in the notes, you could just use 3470 as well. That's the clean German strain that is pretty, it's not very temperamental at all. You can ferment 3470 at ale temperatures and it is clean as shit. So if you don't have temp control, I would say use 3470 on this one. If you do have temp control, go with Omega's Mexican Lager. Because there is a difference. There is a, a there is a yeasty characteristic that 3470, Saf Lager, um, the the dry yeast pink packet um that one it does it does impart more of a bready sort of bread flavor that's the best way i can put it whereas the mexican lager is just clean as a whistle super good lagered it for four weeks after it was done fermenting got it out of the fermenter threw it in a keg let it sit in the fridge and just condition for about a month and uh the that that was it that's and that now i'm drinking it now like i said clear clear as all get out i can read a fucking newspaper from fucking 10 feet away through this bitch and like i said the only thing i would change on it it's just a little bit that magnum's coming through just that tad so i would say either do just a fucking half or do just do a fucking 60 minute boil or maybe cut down that first magnum edition to like maybe a quarter ounce for 75 minutes Either way, you could brew it just the way it is if you kind of like things a little bit more bitter, which suits my fancy just fucking fine, dudes. So anyway, that's about all I got, I think. Where are we at? How long did that take? 25 minutes! <laughs> fucking great, dude. Um, fucking, uh, I used to beg at people to like, like, subscribe. Y'all. I don't give a fuck. I don't do this regularly. I ain't trying to fucking make this like a thing. I'm doing this because I like to, and I decided, fuck it, I'm going to do it again because I was listening to beer podcasts earlier today, and I was like, fuck, dude, remember when I was tight and I used to do that? Yeah, I remember. (laughs) Pepper's Farms remembers that. But anyway, I think I'm going to go inside and eat chicken with my wife. Prost, everybody. That's how I used to end these fucking things. Prost. (laughs) Prost.